Here it is, guys, podcast number 10. I'm Joe Evangelisti from theflipking.com, and today's word of the week, the word of the week, rather, is hustle. I want to talk about hustle today. I think that when you think about anyone who's been successful, I mean truly successful, and there's all kinds of huge names out there, or you can think of someone that, you know, in your personal life has been truly successful in any way, shape, or form. I'm not just talking financially, of course, but in any way successful. They had to hustle to get where they got. And so today's word is hustle. This week's word is hustle. This podcast is all about hustle. So for that, stay tuned. Podcast number 10. Thanks for tuning into the Flip King Real Estate Radio. Whether a beginner or seasoned real estate vet, we are looking to help you grow your business and better your life with real-world deal examples, tools and tricks for your daily business, and good old-fashioned motivation to get you in the game. We're here to see your real estate business grow to fit your lifestyle, whether for straight cash or cash flow. Grab a pen and notebook and get ready to grow. It's the Flip King Real Estate Radio Show. Now, here's your host, Joe Evangelisti. Hey everybody, Joe from theflipking.com here. Just checking in with you this afternoon. It is a beautiful uh, Saturday afternoon here in uh, New Jersey, Pennsylvania area. I say New Jersey, Pennsylvania. I'm from New Jersey, but actually visiting my uh, my young cousin for, uh, not young cousin, my young nephew, rather, uh, for his birthday. And just heading through uh, the mountains in Pennsylvania on the way back home. A beautiful sunny day. And, um, you know, and I'm always thinking about, I'm always thinking about my audience and, and, and my business. Uh, you know, I love real estate. I think that it's evident from those of you who have uh, been listening to the podcast and been uh, chiming in, sending emails and corresponding with us on the blog and, and so on and so forth. I mean, I live and breathe this business. I love this business. I just, I just really enjoy it. And um, a couple of the questions that I've been getting the last couple of weeks got me thinking, you know about hustle. So I want to talk about hustle today. I, I, want to, I want to really talk about what that means, what level of hustle you're at at this point in, t- in, in, your, in your career. Um, maybe you need more hustle. Maybe you have too much hustle and you need something else. Um, never heard that said before. Um, I don't know if that even, even makes any sense. Um, can you have too much hustle? So, you know, I was talking to a, a gentleman a couple weeks ago and um, he was telling me about how he was hustling, he was working, he was putting in the time, he was trying to learn, but he wasn't getting anywhere, and he didn't know, you know, if, if he was doing the right things, he couldn't come up with enough seller leads. You know, I had to wonder, because seller leads are, are never an issue. Um, in fact, leads in general are never an issue. I mean, they're, they're everywhere, um, if you do the right thing to find them. And if you get leads, and you hustle, and you work the leads, you're going to close the leads, right? You're going to do deals. You're going to, you're going to be successful. So, you know, it got me thinking the level of hustle and is everybody's level of hustle is a little bit different. Everybody's definition of hustle is a little bit different. And so, you know, I started to think about my day to day and and let's say, for example, the last couple months in our business, um, you know, everybody, everybody's business, we try to remain consistent. We try to do 
you know, some people try to do five deals a month, some do 10, some do 50, you know, but whatever your level of consistency is, we all try to stay, stay consistent. And, you know, at the beginning of this year, like the December, January timeframe, um, December, we closed like, I don't even know, like nine deals, which is a lot for, for a flipper, for, for, for me anyway, for us. Um, and I kind of woke up January and I was like, oh, wow, I, I don't really have anything in the works. I don't have a lot of things under, under contract. Um, I'm not really moving a lot of things forward. We had just finished up a lot of stuff. And I, and I kind of I, I kind of got that little bit of like, you know, those, those butterflies in my stomach, like, whoa, um, what are we going to do? Um, you know, we have a lot of crews that work for us and depend on us. I mean, tons of people depend on jobs, you know, through us. Um, so I, I, I had to hustle. I had to get my butt out of bed in January and start figuring out where am I going to come up with some more deals. And January, February timeframe, we hustled. We closed, I don't know, probably six, seven deals in those two months. But we weren't on track for our typical, you know, we're trying to close five or seven deals a month is where, I, is where I'm on track for, trying to stay on track for. Had that slow period in those two months. But how did I fix it? And I got to thinking, as it relates to this, to this gentleman I was talking to, who can't seem to find enough deals or find enough leads out there to put together or, or so on and so forth. So how did I fix it? Well, I hustled. Um, you know, I got on the phone. I called bird dogs. I called wholesalers. Um, I did some good old-fashioned door knocking, which, by the way, I love. Um, you know, a lot of the gurus out there, they want to be virtual, and there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. I don't take that away from anybody. But I like the face-to-face. -face. I love the interaction. I love getting out there and talking to sellers that I can put deals together with and finding out their stories and, you know, finding out if there is a way for us to help them and, and or not. That's, that's all part of the hustle. So, you know, at any given time, I have notepads and notes and bird dogs and all kinds of leads that are sitting around. But what happens is we dro our hustle comes and goes, right? So when we're really busy, like I was at the end of the year, we don't think about driving those new leads and having to hustle to get that, that business done. But you know, waking up in January with, with not a lot of deals getting ready to happen or a lot of pendings coming, coming to fruition, I had to hustle. So how do you come up with that hustle? Where, where, what's the game plan, right? I think everybody thinks that um, it's, it's more complicated than it really is, right? I think, that, I think that people think, oh my gosh, how am I going to find a deal? A deal, they're so hard to find. Where am I going to find them? Who am I going to talk to? Listen, get out there and talk to everyone you know. Get involved. Get involved in urea. Get involved in calling wholesalers. Guys, I mean, I've been doing this for years, and I've bought a lot off of a lot of wholesalers, but I still, to this day, when I'm driving by a sign, a wholesaler, we buy houses sign, right? Because that's what most, most we buy houses signs are nowadays, are wholesalers, because they learn from some guru who told them to write on a piece of cardboard and stick it in the ground, right? Those are wholesalers. I still call them. Now, generally... In my neighborhood, especially, I'm driving around in my local community and the few counties that I belong to. I know almost every wholesaler by their phone number on the sign. But then when I find a new one, I'm calling those people. I want to get in touch. I want to find out what's going on. And when I say this to a lot of young investors, they think like, why would you want to talk to wholesalers? I'm trying to wholesale myself. I don't have the money to do it. I mean, I can't buy it. I can't buy a property myself. So why would I, you know, the older wholesalers are competition. Guys, they're not. They're not competition. We're all in the same business. And we're all here to make money and we're all here to what and eventually is what put deals together, right? So if another wholesaler has a deal or a buyer or someone they can connect us with or vice versa, why not have a communication, a dialogue with them? 
Why not talk to them about how to put a deal together that maybe you're having a trouble with or whether or not they have some other buyers on their list? Look, at our level, I still do this constantly. And as a matter of fact, I just had a settlement yesterday where I was at the point where I was going to end up having to take down the property. I put a property under contract, let me give you a little bit of background, in an area that was a little bit harder to sell. The numbers were pretty thin, but I was actually trying to do it more as a favor to my seller because I had bought properties from him before. And he kind of trusted me, he kind of trusted me that I could get it done. And I met him and I negotiated the deal. And it was a little bit thin, you know? I mean, I there was a couple thousand dollars in it for us. And, you know, I wanted to do a favor for the seller. Uh, not a favor so much, but I, you know, I knew I could help the seller out. So I put the house under contract, and you know, a couple weeks into the deal. We didn't have a whole lot of activity. We didn't have a whole lot going on. We were, we were marketing it traditionally ourselves and didn't have a whole lot of takers. And so what did I do? Well, I was forced with two options, which a lot of wholesalers are forced with in this business. One is go back to the seller and renegotiate the deal, which I didn't really want to do because I already, you already shook the guy's hand. Number two, I could back out of the deal completely, which knock on wood, I've never had to do in my career. And number three, start to reach out to other folks. So what did I do? I started making calls around other wholesalers. Um, I put out a couple voice broadcasts that we had a good deal. And I, lo and behold, had a, a bird dog, a quasi-wholesaler that reached out to us who happened to have some buyers in that neighborhood who were looking for rental properties. And we put the deal together. Now, I only made five grand instead of probably 12 or 15 if I would have, you know, maybe got the property under better, you know, price, um, got, got under contract for a better price or, you know, Whatever, whatever the case may be. But the point is, I didn't walk away from the deal. I didn't have to renegotiate the seller. I had to hustle a little bit to get it done. But guess what? I love this business. That's the best part. We resurrect deals all the time. We make money on deals we don't think we're going to. All by some simple phone calls and communication with the other, with other parties, people that you don't know. And guess what? I, mean, I did a podcast about this a couple weeks ago. Does that make you feel uncomfortable when you call people that you don't know and explain to them what you do and ask for their help? I mean, it used to make me un- uncomfortable a long time ago, and I'm sure a lot of my listeners today who aren't really in the game every single day might feel uncomfortable doing that. But you got to hustle. You're going to let a phone call stand in the way of you making five grand or having to walk away from a deal with a seller? I mean, I would, I would say that phone call is worth five grand. And guess what? I never went back to the house. I haven't been there since I put it under contract. So it literally took me a five-minute phone call to talk to a, 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 a bird dog, have her bring her people through, negotiate a decent number for all of us, paid her a couple grand for the referral. I made five grand. We're all happy. The buyer's happy. They're going to renovate the house, turn it into a rental property. But you have to hustle. Same thing with finding houses, right? You're probably sitting on a ton of leads that you haven't followed up with. Or if you're not, you got to do some more marketing. You got to get yourself out there, right? But you got to hustle one way or the other, whether that means spending the time putting together lists, spending the time calling people, spending the time knocking on doors, driving business, or spending physical, you know, money to buy lists or buy buy leads. However you got to do it, you still got to do it. You still got to hustle. So, the question I challenge you with is to ask yourself, are you where you want to be? And what level of hustle do you need to get so that you can go out there and get what you get, get where you want to be, get to the level that you want to be? You know, we all, most of us anyway, I mean, there's people at certain levels that I'm sure they're pretty darn comfortable, but 
For me, I've had this drive for years. I'm not at the level I want to be. I'm certainly leaps and bounds. I'm, I'm, I'm hundreds of levels higher than where I started, but I'm always looking to get to the next level. I'm always looking to get more efficient at doing, doing deals, find a way to do more deals per month or per year or whatever the case may be. I'm always looking to level up, take it to the next level, which is one thing my mentor talks about all the time. You know, how do you have higher level conversations, do higher level activities and get to a next, get to the next level? Well, it takes hustle. It's not going to happen by itself. It's another thing that gurus are preaching nowadays. Drive me nuts. Is this, you know, this business is easy. You know, you can just go out and make money overnight. Yeah, guess what? You can make a lot of money overnight. I can't tell you how many deals we've done that make twenty, thirty, forty thousand dollars. I mean, we've been doing it for years, but you still have to work at it. The difference is, the difference in my business that I feel is that I love it, so it doesn't feel like work. It's still work. I mean, listen, guys, it's Saturday morning. I just spent the whole afternoon with my with my uh, my my two nephews and my niece and my brother and sister in law, but I woke up this morning to drive out to one of our rehabs to sign contracts with a buyer. Did I do it because I had to? No, I could have sent my one of my realtors. I did it because I liked it. I like meeting my buyers sometimes, the ones that I want to I want to talk to and deal with on a face-to-face. This just happened to be a really nice introduction that I had met with this gentleman. He's buying the house for his daughter and he lives in the same neighborhood. I wanted to have some FaceTime with him and his daughter. I wanted to meet them. I wanted to talk to him about what else was in the neighborhood. I wanted to talk to him about what was going on with his house eventually. I wanted to talk to them about their financing and everything else just to make sure that I had a level of comfort. That's me wanting to be one-on-one. Yeah, sure, I could be virtual. I could have not done it at all. I could have sent someone else to my place. And would it have gotten done? Absolutely. But I enjoy doing that piece. I enjoy talking to people. And I enjoy learning about them and figuring out if there's another avenue that we might be able to work on. I'm getting in the game. I'm getting involved. And I'm hustling. And I'm at a level that I don't necessarily have to have to hustle one-on-one or get physical or, or, you know, have to actually get involved, but I love it. I love doing it. The hustle has to be within you. You have to want to hustle. You have to want the next level. And I have to ask you again and again, ask yourself the question, where am I at in my business? Where do I want to be? And am I hustling hard enough? Because the truth is, If you're not hustling hard enough, you're not going to get where you want to be. And if you're not where you want to be, it's probably because you're not hustling hard enough. You're not doing enough activity. You're not making enough phone calls. You're not communicating enough. One more thing about the hustle is, are you investing in yourself enough? You know, the other thing I was talking to this guy about, and he had spent so much money and time on all these events that he keeps going to, and he goes to these you know, again, the gurus come in town, spend two or three days, they try to upsell you, and he bought all these products. Look, products are great, guys, but are you going to use anything that they're actually offering? Are you going to follow through? A product requires you to hustle. You got to get that product, and then what? Take action. Look, I've bought every course that I can think of in the last seven years, and I've invested hundreds of thousands of dollars into my own knowledge and my own well and my own well-being and, and understanding my business. But I can tell you plain honestly, that I bought multiple courses from different gurus and been too lazy to ever open up the, the, the page and read them. You know, do I, do I blame the guru for selling me his stuff that quote didn't work? I mean, how many people talk about the stuff that quote doesn't work and they're on Facebook complaining about someone's system who doesn't work? Listen, 
almost everyone who has taken the time to write down their system in a book has a system that works, you know, or at least a piece of it works or part of it works. So what I've always said to myself is, look, I've invested in XYZ system. You know, maybe I didn't spend the time I needed to to perfect that system or really take action on that system 100%, but I've learned a little piece out of everything that I do in my day-to-day has come from the myriad of different systems that I've been involved in. You know, the, uh, the, the mentor that I have now has his own system, and I take pieces from that. I don't do everything he does. I couldn't replicate everything he does if I wanted to, but I take pieces of it, and those pieces have made my business more uh, efficient and have made me more successful as a result. They've shifted my mindset. So am I happy to pay him every year? You're darn right. And I mean, this is a guy I consider to be one of my friends, but I gladly pay him to be, to be part of his mastermind, part of his group. Are you investing enough time and money? Maybe not just time, but are you investing enough money? If you have it, are you investing it wisely? Are you putting it in places that are going to help you better your business? Look, guys, there's knowledge everywhere, and a lot of it's free. But I can tell you from experience that the free knowledge usually costs you more than the knowledge you pay for. Now, give that a second to sink in. The free knowledge generally costs you more than the knowledge you pay for, right? Now, there's a million groups on Facebook. If you're not involved in them, you definitely should be. There's a million places online. There's a million blogs, including theflipking.com and a bunch of others that have tons of free knowledge on them. But are you getting what you need? Are you getting the motivation you need? Are you getting the one-on-one that you need? Are you actually going out there and taking action? Is that blog creating action for you? I can tell you the knowledge that you pay for, you generally create more action out of because you're paying for it. And I'm sure you've heard that said before. But look, when when I write a check to someone for $30,000 to be part of their mastermind, I'm going to hang on every word and I'm going to take action. Or 75 or 100. I mean, there's huge masterminds out there nowadays, right? But 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 am I going to take the same amount of action when I'm reading a blog? Yeah, there might be the same exact knowledge on the blog as there is the guy that I paid. And a lot of people online have a point that way. They'll say, oh, well, I learned everything just from blogs. That's great because they're more self-motivated than probably most people. You know, if you're the person that can read a blog, take action, follow through and make it happen, I, I commend you. I'm personally not that guy. I mean, I'll tell you, I'll tell you straight up. I mean, I'm always the guy that has to be motivated by something. And reading a blog and learning is awesome. And I might, I might, you know, put a piece of that into my day to day. But where I'm going to take the most action is where I'm getting involved one on one, and I'm paying for it, and I'm talking to someone who's done it before me or has been way more successful at it than I have, so so on and so forth. So again, where's that hustle coming from, guys? Are you hustling on a day to day? Are you investing? Are you investing in yourself? Are you investing in your future? Are you investing in your knowledge? Are you making sure that you're putting 100% effort into yourself before you start looking around, pointing fingers and saying, this business is too difficult. Um, there's no leads out there. I don't know where I could find it. You know, I don't know where I could find seller leads. I don't know where I could find buyer leads. I need someone to help me. That's all well and good. You might need all that, but take action and reach out. Take action and find someone. I don't care if it's a local mentor. I don't care if it's a, a mentor you pay for that's abroad or online. But take action for yourself. And when you need to build that business, you got to think hustle.
but that's the word I think about. And it's always led me to where I'm at, you know, to where I need to be. It's led me to focus. It's led me to think, am I hustling enough? Am I doing what it's take what it takes to get my business to the next level or sustain the level that I'm currently at or, or so forth? Am I keeping my people employed with, with the action that I take on a day-to-day basis? So guys and girls, I hope that this, uh, this podcast motivated you a little bit. I hope that it gave you something to think about. I hope that sincerely you want to take it to the next level and you're investing in yourself. Again, if you have any questions or comments, please leave them on theflipking.com. You can leave them right on the blog. You can email me at joe at theflipking.com. You can also go on iTunes. You can like the podcast. You can comment about the podcast. You know, leave your, leave your opinions about the podcast there. Uh, anyone who does that can, will automatically will be sending you out gifts. Uh, I got a really cool uh, package put together for those who go on iTunes and like us and comment us, comment about us. And then also, we're gonna start being, we're gonna start taking. Um, we've done a lot of interviews in the last couple weeks, and um, I'm gonna start mixing it up between interviews and just the kind of one-on-one talking with the podcast. I'm gonna start taking your ideas off of the blog, and if I use your idea, not only will I use your idea and and I'll go off of that, I'll send you a gift pa- a gift basket as well. Got some really cool stuff in there for you. And um, I'd like the opportunity, if you leave the right comment, I might interview you live on the podcast, maybe get you on the phone and uh, have you ask your question directly, and I'll answer it for you right there and then. So um, until next week, guys and girls, thanks for listening. Again, visit the blog. Have an awesome week. Have a productive week, and go hustle. Go hustle.